moms, I believe in the children. Listen to the kids, bro. If the phone ring, go and get your kids so What's up? 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 What's that? What's okay, bro. I'm done with that shit. I'm not gonna do that no more. Hey, man, how y'all doing? Um, thank you for joining in. I wanted to say that because you know there's a million other things you could be doing right now, but you decide to tune in and listen to me while you're doing those other things, or maybe you're giving me all your attention right now. Either way, it's fine with me. I appreciate it all the same. My name is Lil Jockey, and you already know what the fuck going on. Uh, with my little intro, I might make that, you know, a common thing. Maybe I'm going to sing my way into the show from now on. I do got multiple talents. I mean, I'm not just, um, <laughs> I'm not just, you know, a podcaster by day. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a love guru. I'm a, um, a sex god or a sex icon. You know, I'm, I'm basically Uncle Drew because my hooping skills are immaculate. I mean, I'm a lot of things. I'm not going to go into everything that I, I am because <laughs> never going to fuck around and be here all damn day. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll take this journey together. Um, On today's episode, you know, as we always do, we're, we're going to be tip tapping and jumping around from topic to topic gonna cover like a wide variety of things at the end of the episode you're gonna be like what the fuck happened like this shit did not sound like this at the beginning but you know the show is like one big old squiggly ass line so you never know if you're gonna go up or down man sometimes it may zigzag and that don't make no sense but shit that's what this motherfucker is so let's go ahead and jump into the first topic the first topic man you know i had to do my boy drizzy right no homo um you know i had it i had it i had a you know, shout out Drake, man, for more life. Because more life gave me a little bit more life. That motherfucker right there is is a blessing. And it's not a blessing in disguise. It's just a straight up blessing. I, I don't know how Drake does it. He keeps on doing it. And I keep on listening. Bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb. I want to say this is like his eighth music project. And they've all been good. Um, Just to talk about more life, it's it's a pretty good album. You know, it got some pop records on there. It got some slow jams, you know, got some rap singles. You even got your disses. I don't know what's up with Drake. Drake's been dissing niggas lately. Like, he dissed Tory Lanez. He dissed Meek Mill. You know, he dissed Kid Cudi a little bit. Some people say he went at Jay-Z. I didn't hear it, but some people say he went at Jay-Z. So, you know, Drake really been out here. He's not getting disrespected no more. He's like, nobody's going to disrespect me no more. Y'all going to respect my fucking name. And that's just that. And you know, I fuck with it. This album is not like a pure rap album. It's got a little bit of something for everybody. And you know, I like all, there's 22 songs in the album. I like all 22, but not everybody's going to, um, not everybody's going to be like me, you know, a super, super Drake fan. Some people are going to like others and whatnot. Some people are going to like some, some people are going to like all of them. So, you know, I don't blame it either way, but I feel like this album has something for everybody, you know on this at least one or two or you know you're gonna like at least a few of the songs um for my drake fans i just want y'all to know man go ahead and run back that teenage fever because that teenage fever that motherfucker right there boy I, I haven't heard a song like that since motherfucking 2011 when drake dropped take care because when i heard that I, I, when i i tell you i played teenage fever like 13 times in a row because that bitch right there 
I've been telling I've been telling Drake because I got his cell. I've been telling him like, "Yo, we need another take care." Like the streets need that right now. We've been going through a lot. We need to just be able to, you know, draw a bubble bath, get you a nice tall glass of, you know, wine, and just sit back and relax with our feet up and our do rags on, and just enjoy the fuck out of some damn take care, take care part two. I, Maybe you can call it like, I took care, or the trash is already out, or don't worry, I'm fine. I mean, I don't know. Drake is the creative mind, you know. I just write the lyrics. I let him handle all the, you know, all the other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, he know, he could be working on that. But, yeah, Teenage Fever is definitely one of my favorites. You know, Young Thug snapped. You know, 2 Chainz did good. Still waiting for Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. But um, that's a new 2 Chainz album. But, um, yeah. Overall, very, very, very good album. You should definitely go out and listen to it. If you don't have Apple Music by now, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to get it. It's only $10 a month. You know, if you're solo dolo, um, $15 a month for a family plan. And if you're a college student, it costs $5 a month. And if you can't afford $5 a month, you're just a damn, you're, you're just lying. Because I know at least, you know, girl or male or female, you're going to buy if you drink or go to parties, you're going to buy alcohol or pay to get into a party at least once a month. If you, if you do it consistently, you're paying for something. So there's nothing wrong with $5 a month, you know, towards all this amazing music. So, you know, go ahead and just, you know, cop that Apple Music, listen to that more life, and, you know, tell me what you think about it. Um, Segwaying into, you know, another musical artist out here in these streets. Um, My, you know, one of my... One of my um, more listened to rappers, Young Dolph. I love me some Young Dolph. You know, Young Dolph is, uh, I've been a fan of Young Dolph since 16 Zips. I think that was junior year of my, uh, junior year of high school for me. Yeah, I mean, I like Young Dolph. He, you know, he's he's real cool. You know, he's real gangster. He says what he, he, may, he says what he means and he means what he says. So, you know, I can respect him. But Young Dolph recently, well, it wasn't that recent. I'm kind of late, but it was like a week ago. But he he, he did something really stupid. He, <laughs> he, so, <laughs> this motherfucker, he was, he got shot at. Uh, like, I heard it was 100 plus times. And he was in his bulletproof, um, I want to say it was an SUV. But, you know, he was in like a bulletproof car. <laughs> they shot at his car 100 plus times. And, you know, he came out unscathed. So... You know, I'm happy for him. When I heard the news, I was really happy that Young Dolph didn't die because I don't I don't like death and rat beefs or whatever. So, you know, I was really happy that he didn't die, and I was happy that he got out cool. And then I knew that him getting shot at 100 times, and then he went, I think he went to the club, or he finished his performance, and he performed his Yo Gotti disc, who was suspected to have arranged the hit on Young Dolph. So the fact that he did that, I knew that Young Dolph was going to get a lot of publicity off of this. So I was like, yes, he's going to get some good publicity off this. He's going to make some extra money. He's going to be a little, he might be a little bit more mainstream. Like, all right, bro, I'm fucking with it. Like, I'm glad Young Dolph getting this exposure. So I'm thinking Young Dolph finna take this blessing that God gave him of saving his life and giving him free publicity, major publicity. I thought he was going to take this blessing, keep quiet about the whole shooting, not, you know, not really talk about it no more, you know, just like, thank God I'm alive, and then keep on trucking, but no, 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 niggas gon' nig, ain't that right, like Charlemagne the God says, niggas gon' nig, this motherfucker, Young Dolph, 
this motherfucker got shot at a hundred times in a truck. And instead of saying, oh, yeah, I survived, this nigga decides to drop an album called Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Do you guys hear? Bulletproof. This nigga dropped a fucking album called Bulletproof. Why the fuck would you do that shit? Not only did he, is he going to drop an album called Bulletproof, the tracks on the album, it, they're not even like, they're not even like layout tracks and then, you know, everything's about something different or like, you know, usually the tracks of an album don't tell a story, but the tracks of Young Dolph's album is obviously a sentence and it's a shot at whoever tried to kill him. So uh, maybe for people that haven't seen it, let me just go ahead and read you this track list. Um, It goes... 100 shots in Charlotte, but I'm bulletproof, so fuck them, that's how I feel, I'm so real, I pray for my enemies, I'm everything you want to be, so that's why you envy me, shaking my head, that's the fucking track list, 100 shots in Charlotte, but I'm bulletproof, so fuck them. That's how I feel. I'm so real. I pray for my enemies. I'm everything you want to be. So that's why you envy me. Shaking my head. Okay, Dolph. Um, I love you. You're an amazing artist. You're an amazing dresser. You're, you're charismatic. You're a funny person. You're a good, you know, a good rapper. This is very stupid. You got away with something, and instead of sitting back and just thanking God, you decide to taunt. <laughs> You're taunting the murderer at this point because if somebody wanted to kill you once, maybe, maybe if you were just like you know, hey, I'm a you know like I'm a lay back. Maybe the murderer would be like I'm a lay back because you know it didn't work out, you know. But then when the murderer sees you, pretty much saying fuck you bitch i'm gonna make money off your shit and i'm gonna say fuck you you can't kill me i'm invincible um i'm not a murderer but if somebody was doing that shit to me it's pretty much like i gotta kill him like that's pretty much what you're telling him you're telling him hey hit me with your best shot fire away that's honestly that's what you're saying because you like this this is just silly Dolph. like don't taunt a killer or somebody that has the intent to kill because they don't fuck around and bust back on your ass again and you were in a bulletproof car young Dolph is really one to know and he, his music is very blatant about how he loves to stunt so he's not going to be in a bulletproof truck or a bulletproof van every single day one day he may want to take his lambo out for a spin and then somebody might wet his ass up on the corner like, God forbid, but this is crazy. And the thing is, okay, Young Dolph said bulletproof. Okay. He didn't get shot. He got shot at. So, like, okay, Superman is bulletproof, right? Superman is bulletproof. If you shoot a machine gun at Superman with 100 shots, he's still going to walk towards you, and he's probably going to be more pissed because you fucked up his suit. Spider-Man dodges bullets so if spider-man gets shot with a bullet it's gonna hurt him get shots with 100 bullets he's gonna die so spider-man's not bulletproof young Dolph is not bulletproof he didn't even get hit 
by one of the bullets. Now, I don't know if Young Dolph has ever been shot before, but in this specific instance, there was no report that he got hit by any bullets. I don't know why the fuck he thought he was bulletproof. It'd be different, like, you know, 50 Cent got shot many times, you know, and he came out cool. So even if he made an album or a song called Bulletproof, then I would kind of understand because I'm like, you know, hey, they shot they shot at me like a bunch of times and I'm still alive. So fuck you. I'm bulletproof, bitch. Like, OK, but this shit just don't make no sense. You're not bulletproof. You're just a really good bullet evader just in that certain, you know, instance. And I'm pretty sure young Dolph wasn't sitting inside his, you know, his SUV when the shots were getting fired and with a glass of wine sitting back talking about some. Oh, <laughs> they're shooting at me. <laughs> foolish humans don't they know i'm always prepared like no nigga i know this nigga was probably had his head covered and was down in the creases of the seats saying you know oh god please don't let it like oh god i'm scared you know even if you know your car is bulletproof you're not just gonna sit down and react sanely to being shut at and your life potentially being ended so i know this nigga young Dolph, had some type of fear in his body so you know this is this is a dumb move it's gonna it's gonna kick his career Real, real hard, but I hope this is one of those incidents where, you know, a rapper get hot and then he dies, you know, and then now people really fuck with him because he's dead. But it's like, you know, like, it's just like this nigga Dolph, when he got shot at the first time with the SUV is it's pretty much dead nigga publicity because he somebody tried to kill him. You're getting dead nigga publicity. But the difference between like him and Bankroll Fresh, like Bankroll Fresh actually died. So, yeah, Bankroll Fresh got dead nigga publicity, and his songs are, like, hitting now, but, like, he actually died. So he's not getting to reap the benefits of that publicity. You got dead nigga publicity because you got shot at, and then you survived. And you can reap the benefits, but now you're saying, fuck the benefits, nigga, kill me. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what I hear, but, you know, everybody's different. I really wish the best for Dolph. I don't want him to die. If he dies, I'll be very upset with my community because we really don't need any more deaths you know, in this community, but hey, man, you know, niggas gon' nig, man, niggas gon' nig, <sighs> my God, uh, <laughs> all right, well, I guess, you know, skipping to something a little bit more lighthearted, um, I don't know if y'all been on Twitter lately, you know, this is something that's been around for like a few months, um, I actually, like a long time ago, I heard about this story for the first time, but I didn't have a podcast back then, and I don't think any of my friends really cared, but, um, I've always wanted to talk about it. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen that video. You probably, or at least heard somebody say when that girl was like, hey, finna get crunk, eyebrows on fleek, the fuck? Like, it was like a big vine or whatever. So, you know, and I'm pretty, yeah, like, apparently a lot of people, uh, like, make it, putting it in on shirts and people using it and whatnot. Like, I knew it was big, and but I wasn't really sure it was making money. But a few months ago, I seen the girl that, you know, originated and, like, started the phrase, eyebrows on fleek and she was um talking about how people are making money off of her idea and um people they, they need to pay her and she deserves to get money yada 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 and she said she has a gofundme so she's like yeah i have a gofundme so you guys need to put money in my you know gofundme because i want to start like a business or whatever and it's not fair that I'm not going to start my business. I'm not making money off something that I invented and people are, you know, reaping off of the work that I put in. Um, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. So just because you invent or like start something 
doesn't mean you're entitled to its benefits. So this girl, she started this thing, right? And she seen it taking off. So she maybe back then she didn't have the mind of a businesswoman. Maybe she was just enjoying the fact that millions of people across the world were recognizing what she said. And she was like caught up in like the euphoria or whatever. But you can't like, but other people saw that. Like other people, I guess, who had businesses, they saw that and they was like, okay, I'm going to take this. I'm going to run because I know people are going to, this will make money. So you can't be mad at them for using your idea and putting it into fruition. An idea is just an idea. That's why people get patents. That's why people start businesses. You can't say, hey, I'm entitled to this because because you didn't put in none of the work. Yeah, you said the words, but you didn't put in none of the work. You didn't make none of the T-shirts. You didn't put money into the business. You didn't do all this stuff. You just threw it out there. Somebody picked it up and they ran with it. So you're not entitled to anything. Now, if you were to talk to the companies and say, hey, can we work together? Can we collab together? I have ideas and, you know, I know I originated this or I think I can create more and I really want to be a part of what you're doing, yada, yada, yada. Cool. Or if you want to have to go fund me and say, hey, guys, um, I'm starting to go fund me. I wasn't really sure about like businesses and stuff like that back, you know, when I was making this. I was really just caught up in what this video was and just happy that this was, I was actually getting some fame off of this. But, you know, now realizing that people are making money off of this and I realize, you know, that I want to make money off of this, too, because I originated it. So if you guys could help me, you know, with my knowledge I have now, I could probably make a little bit of money off of this and, you know, set myself up, yada, yada, yada. Like, OK, cool. But I don't like this sense of entitlement. Like, you're not entitled to anything. Everything that you do, Eric, you got to work for it. You can't just say, oh, it's mine. Give me, give me. Like, you got to go out and you got to take it. And if you're not going out and you're not taking it, then shit, all well. Like, you, you like you lose. And next time, you just use it as a lesson. And next time, when you have something, you take it and you run with it. Like, the catch me outside girl. Catch me outside. She's not the first person that said catch me outside. You know, I'm pretty sure she's not even the first person in the world that said, catch me outside. How about that? But the way she said it, how she said it, and on the stage that she said it, and she probably seen it on social media taking the fuck off. So she did the smart thing, whether we love her or hate her. I don't think anybody really loves her, but whether you love her or hate her, she did the smart thing. And she went and she took that and she turned it into a brand. Now she's making money off of it. Now she's, you know... On, you know, I think she's on some TV shows. Now she's, you know, on YouTube and Vines. You know, she's getting booked and stuff. She's in Kodak Black videos. She's fucking Kodak Black, apparently, which is odd because she's so young. And I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. It's rape. But, um, yeah, you know, she did the smart thing. So she wasn't entitled to all that money, but she seen what it was. And she took that idea and she made it something that can make her money. So, you know, I just want I want this generation to let go of the feeling that we're entitled to stuff like nobody's entitled to anything, you know, and sometimes it is hard to go and get what you want. And sometimes you do get fucked over. And sometimes it sucks because school doesn't really teach us how to set ourselves up and whatever. And doesn't teach us, you know, OK, when you have an idea, here's how you bring it to fruition and here's how you do this and do that. It doesn't teach us none of that stuff. All it teaches us is, you know, how to find the derivative and how to find the discriminant of you know, 4AC times B or whatever. Like, you know, it teaches a bunch of useless shit. So, you know, I can't really be mad at the girl for not knowing what to do, but don't ever feel entitled to something, especially when you didn't put the work in towards it. Like, that's just not, you know, that's just not smart. Um, Speaking of school, 
I seen this debate on um Twitter and um there were um it was just like a post and they were talking about student athletes versus AP students. And um they said that they don't understand like these people don't understand what student athletes go through and that they're doing all this stuff and um you know like oh my god I'm I'm going through all this and I have school and practice and yada 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 you just have you know school you know and all this other shit and it was like student athletes go through way more than AP students it should even be a comparison um I can't speak on every high school in America because I'm I'm sure you know all high schools are different and every area is different. You know I I'm just in Douglasville, Georgia. I went to New Manchester New Manchester High School in Douglasville, Georgia. Shout out to the Jaguars. Um, you know so I don't know how you know California high schools work or Florida high schools work or even Hawaii, like high schools in Hawaii. So everyone's different. But as far as the high school I was in, I've been an AP student when well, when I was in high school. I was an AP student since tenth grade and I played football since. Um, like seventh grade so I was playing football for a while and always in like honor classes and stuff and whenever I like I did not think that student athletes had such a hard job being student athletes because yeah I mean I was one and I was AP I did both and it wasn't really that it was anything it was the AP shit that was harder to juggle not because I was an athlete just because AP classes are hard so Okay, so here's how, at least in New Manchester High School, here's how it it worked. Um, you know, we we got we get to school, you know, we get to school. At, school starts at eight forty, so let's just say you get to school at eight forty. School lasts until three forty or three forty five. Three forty five gets out. You go, you get dressed. Practice starts at like four. Let's say like four o'clock. Four o'clock. Football practice ends at about six fifteen. Six fifteen. You know, if you drove, you're home. You're home by like six thirty. If you didn't drive, you're home by let's say late as seven. If your parents are, you know, always late and shit, and you're always the last person waiting to get picked up at school. So let's just say you're home at seven. So seven, I come home. Me personally, I'm not super drained. I'd be tired, but I'm not super drained. So I may come home, eat something, you know, then take a shower. By the time I do all that, eight thirty. No high school student is going to sleep at 8.30. So you may get on your phone, watch TV and Netflix or whatever till about 10. I mean, that's some high school student may go to sleep at 10. Me personally, I didn't go to sleep till like 12, 1 a.m. every day. So, I mean, if I wanted to squeeze homework and shit in there, I wasn't too tired to do so. Like, I could do it. I mean, you know, and, you know, you throw in like miscellaneous like chores and stuff because I was I, I'm Nigerian. So my parents did not touch not one plate fork spoon nut cup nothing like it's crazy I, I did everything um even to this day like my mom called me a couple week weeks ago she was like hey um Emmanuel when are you coming home I was like oh you miss me uh you want me to come home she's like no I need my bathroom to be cleaned and it's been a while so you know <laughs> like my parents still be hitting me up for shit like that so I was an active person in my household but I didn't find sports to really get in the way of none of that so, you know, like, that's just how it is. And I was, in the way, like, I was team captain of my football team in New Manchester. But I played offensive. I, I was an offensive lineman. So I didn't get, like, the, like, I didn't get, I never got any females because of I was an athlete. 
all females I got is because, you know, just me, the person I was, my personality, and I guess maybe the way I dress and the way I look, but, you know, it, it was everything besides me being an athlete. Being an athlete never really helped me get females. Now, like, the running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, maybe receivers, like, they, people that touched the ball pretty much, not even no defensive people, they didn't get no females because they were on the football team either. At least at my school, they cared about the people that were touching the ball, running back, receiver, quarterback. So if you're not any of those, you're not really, like, you don't have no special privileges in the school is what I'm trying to say. So the people that did that, they had special privileges in the school. So, like, the quarterbacks and the running backs, they could go to class and put in the bare minimum and probably still get a C or a B. I can't think of any, like, superstar football players that I played with that were in AP or honors classes. They were all in regular classes. I took regular classes, and they were easy as shit. I could not do nothing all day, and I could still pull it. Like, I could still pull a B out of my ass. So it was just like, it's not that hard. So so with this student, I don't like, in college, it's different. But then again, in college, you don't have AP students. Everybody's a fucking college student. So this is a high school argument. So, you know, it's just like student athletes have it. I mean, you know, it's tough. It's not easy being a student athlete. Not everybody can do it. But it's not as hard as people trying to make it seem, at least where I was, because it's just like you have a lot of time and privileges. And plus, you're a, you're a student athlete for, depending on how many sports you play, for like, let's say, four or five months at a time. So let's say if you play football, you're playing football from like August. And if you're good, you'll be playing until like December or whatever, or whenever the you know, state championship is. But, you know, most people are going to be playing until like October-ish, no, you know, October-ish, November that's when, you know, football season ends. So it was just like, yeah. And then and then if you just so happen to play basketball too, then you play basketball until like February or March. And then if you play, you know, and if you do track too, and then you do all. So I didn't know anybody that did all three. I knew some people that did two. I didn't know anybody that did all three. So most, so let's just say at max, most student athletes are probably student athletes from one third or two thirds of, you know, their school year. An AP student is an AP student from August to May. An AP student, like, they're AP students all year. And these classes are harder than college classes because I have college classes right now. And they're way easy. They're like some, like, it depends on the teacher, but they can be way easier than the high school AP classes. So you're doing all this and you have to study and it's rigorous and you're getting, like, three times more work than the regular students and you know, all this, and the teachers just expect so much of you, which I don't understand why, but I guess because you're an AP student, they just expect you to be somewhat smarter than everybody else, so it's it's really crazy. So, yeah, you're putting in a lot of work as an AP student, like, a lot of work, year-round, year-round. Like, even AP students, like, in May, when all the seniors, like, took their, you know, like, their, their finals, even AP students, like, I think... Like, after, like, so, like, the last day students had finals, and they was like, okay, everybody go home. They said, except for AP, like, you know, and then that's a list. Today's the last day of school for seniors. But it was like, but AP students, you have AP tests. If you're taking the AP test, you have them, like, tomorrow and the day after, and then you're done. So even after all the fucking student athletes and the regular students go home, AP students are still working. So, you know, they put in, like, a lot of extra work, and it's not easy being a fucking AP student. That shit is that shit is rigorous and especially some ap students have like four or five ap classes and that ain't no bitch the most ap classes i've taken at one time is one 
like and that's hard enough as it is like the highest grade i've gotten in the ap class is like an 80 it was an econ senior year and it was like an 86 like other times like i got it i got like c's d's like you know ap a, ap ain't no bitch so i really feel like we should stop trying to undermine how how hard it is to you know how like working the brain is just as hard if not harder than working the physical body like because like if you're lifting weights you push it once you know that you just got stronger i could do a math per- i could do a, like pro- try to do a math problem and i can miss it 50 times and i just don't know what the fuck i'm doing and my brain's not making connection but if i bench press something 50 times then i know that hey i got stronger so you know i i feel like we need to stop trying to undermine what these AP students are doing because they're working just as hard, if not harder, than student athletes because student athletes really, I mean, in my school, we didn't work that fucking hard. Not at not at being a student athlete. The ones that worked hard, um, they either worked hard at being an athlete or they worked hard at being a student. You know, so they put all their time and energy towards being an athlete or they put all their time and energy, energy towards being a student. That was it. So, you know, I mean, that's just, but that's how it was in my school. So, y'all, if it was different in y'all school, tell me, you know, hit me up on Twitter, or, you know, like, tell me so I can know. But as as far as I know, that's how it was over here. Now, speaking of school, I don't know where this was, but it was, it, it's, it's not funny. I'm sorry. It was a video on Twitter, and um, this girl had Cheetos. Now we all know when we be in school, and, you know, we be having our snacks and shit, you know, it's like, we don't want nobody to come up to us and be like, hey, man, can I get some? You know, sometimes we want to just eat our snacks and enjoy ourselves because, you know, it's been a long day. We want to go home. The You know, niggas on the bus were loud already as soon as you fucking got on. You got inside. The teacher's talking about some damn, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're not in dress code. Go ahead and take your ass to ISS. And then, you know, you know, you're like, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend's tripping. Like, you know, just bullshit's just going on. You already had a fire drill. You got a test that you just failed. So all you want to do is fucking enjoy your damn chips without anybody bothering you. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. So this girl, this girl was in, you know, minding her own business in class. And um, I guess this dude wanted some hot Cheetos. So he asked her for some hot Cheetos. She said no. He slaps her. <laughs> and not like a, a stop playing with me type stuff. Like he... Like, he slapped the fuck out of her. And I was like, oh, shit. She's finna give him his Cheetos. As she should've. But niggas gonna nig. Um, this girl didn't give him the Cheetos. She said no. And then he slaps her again. So, he got, she got slapped again. Again, she got slapped twice. Over some hot Cheetos. She didn't give him the Cheetos. She didn't put the Cheetos down. She didn't go to a teacher. She didn't go to a friend. She didn't leave the classroom. She just stood there and said, no, you're not getting my Cheetos. So now this boy punches the fuck out of this girl. And I think that's where the video ends. Now, I'm not telling girls that when a boy asks for something, you give it up or whatever. But it's smart to assess the situation. If a nigga is so adamant about eating them damn hot Cheetos that he's willing to slap and punch you, you let go of them fucking hot Cheetos. You put them down, put it in, you know, you give it to him, then you go and you tell a principal, you go and you tell your mother, you go and you tell a friend, tell somebody. 
Tell the teacher, I don't care. Just don't stand there and continue to get smacked and then be surprised when he like, if he did it once, he's going to keep on fucking doing it. Like sometimes you just, we got to be smarter as humans. We can't be making the same stupid ass mistakes over and over again. If the nigga is willing to slap you over some hot Cheetos because they're yours and not his and he wants some, then that's not the type of person I want to be around. I'm going to give him the fucking hot Cheetos and I'm going to leave. I don't know what's up with females and feeling like, you know, they invincible and shit like this. All right. Like, yo, man, y'all got to start getting smarter, dude. Y'all, y'all got to get in and get out. Like, nigga, Cheetos? Not your iPhone. You know, not your iPhone. Not your, you know, not your mama's necklace. Not, you know, not your granddaddy's Swiss iron, like Swiss army knife. Bitch, hot Cheetos, a $1 bag of hot Cheetos. And you're willing to get smacked and punched. Now, maybe she likes getting slapped and punched. Or maybe she, maybe that's how they play all the time. I don't know. But if there's anybody out there, just heed this advice. If a nigga hits you once and he threatens to hit you again, if you don't give him what he wants, unless it's like sex or something, unless you're finna get raped. But if you have something material, material, and he hits you once and says, give it to me, and he's willing to hit you again, give it to him. Go get some help. Come back and handle it the smart way. Not... The, the ignorant way because that shit just it's it's just silly guys it's it's just silly come on we got to do better we got to do better as black people and as youth nothing like it's not even a black and white thing just as youth just come on make smarter decisions together please come on please um more shit on twitter oh my god this oh god okay <laughs> so i don't I think we've a lot of people probably heard of um, Snoop Dogg and the Donald Trump thing. If you haven't, well, Snoop Dogg, um, he had a music video, and there was like a somebody that strongly resembled Donald Trump, like extremely strongly resembled um, Donald Trump. And Snoop Dogg had like a prop gun to his head and pulled the trigger, and I guess like the thing that says like bang came out. So it wasn't like a bullet. He didn't really kill him, but. It was kind of like, it just said bang, it was like a toy gun, yada, yada, but he looked just like Donald Trump. And I guess that was like, that was like a message to Donald Trump saying, you know, like, fuck you, Trump, you know, like, we don't, you know, we don't fuck with you in America, why don't you just die? I don't know what he was trying to say, but apparently, whatever he was trying to say, it it wasn't nice, which is fine. Completely understand that. I'm not a huge Donald Trump fan either. You know, I understand he's dividing the country. At the same time, he's bringing it together because all the divided are uniting against you know, Trump and whatnot, but, you know, that's another conversation for another day, but, yeah, I just wanted to talk about how Snoop Dogg, you know, went towards that, you know, whole situation, um, that's not smart, Snoop Dogg, that was a dumb decision, um, first of all, like, I don't really know a lot about the government and whatnot, but I know that threatening the president with death is, even if you if it's a joke to you or you wasn't you weren't serious or it's just a music video um i'm pretty sure threatening the president with death is against the law so <laughs> just from that standpoint i would have if i was on snoop dogg's team i would have been like hey snoop maybe this isn't the way to go you might be able to get arrested shit they might try to kill your ass so you know i just wouldn't do this personally that's one two like america is our home it's our house we live here so take this take this analogy 
if you know if you're a husband and wife they're fight you know inside their house they're fighting they're not getting along they're always arguing yada 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 do you think that husband and wife if they are have any common sense do you think they're going to go out on the front lawn and start yelling at each other and screaming so the whole neighborhood can hear and the whole neighborhood can see that they got problems in their fucking country you think they're going to do that no at least they're going to at least keep it in the house so the other people can't see they bullshit that's going on. Snoop Dogg has fans all over the world. People all over the world probably saw this video. When people look at this video and see that we have citizens that are blatantly threatening to kill the president of the United States, it really makes us as a country just look like bitches. That people laugh at us. We become a laughing stock. We become less threatening. We say, oh, people in there, shit. People in there, you know, the, the government is so weak, they're allowing citizens to say they're going to kill their leader. Oh, man. It can make other countries be like, oh, yeah, if citizens can threaten the leader, fuck no, yeah. Maybe we can go in here because there's some hoes. All right, you know, let's, 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 you know, let's see what America about. Let's, let's start fucking with them. Like, there's just certain shit you just shouldn't do. Keep your bullshit inside the house. That's too. Three, Snoop Dogg has a lot of clout in the black community. So things that people like he says, some people are going to listen because, you know, it's Uncle Snoop, OG Snoop. We all going to listen. We know not we all, but, we know, we're going to hear what he has to say. So, like, now his voice no longer matters to anybody that's, you know, in higher power. Like the government, like he can never say nothing. He can't even say, hey, you know, let's stop all this senseless killing in Compton, California, let's unite. Because now the first thing a news person is going to say is, oh, yes, so you say let's stop senseless killing, but in your music video, didn't you threaten to kill the president of the United States? How are you going to say you want to stop killing, but at the same time, you're threatening and you're promoting the death of the leader of the free world in your music? So yada, yada, yada. Like, you're just, you're fucking yourself up for the future. That didn't do nothing but make ignorant people happy. And then, you know, and whenever you have Bow Wow on your side, it's a bad idea. If Bow Wow is on your side about anything, then you you, you need to get out of there because everybody knows Bow Wow is a lame ass nigga. No, I've never seen somebody that tries so hard to be cool and nobody likes him. Everything that he says, people say, shut the fuck up, Bow Wow. Just shut up. If y'all have ever seen Victorious, Bow Wow is the equivalent to sebastian so whoever worked like the guy that worked in the front office at the fashion uh, company he hated sebastian or if you ever seen drake and josh bow wow is the black community's josh to helen so the black community is helen bow uh, bow wow is josh every single time <laughs> josh says something helen said josh shut the fuck up nobody gives a fuck what you have to say and that's how we are towards bow wow bow wow dumbass said donald trump shut the fuck up for you, me, me, and he added Snoop Dogg too. Brought him down to his bullshit before me and my uncle Snoop take your wife and pimp her ass. What the fuck, Bow Wow? You never even pimped a fucking ride, and you talking about he gonna pimp a bitch? You ain't pimp no bitch, nigga. You ain't sauce walker. Shut the fuck up. Talking about you gonna pimp a bitch, nigga. The FBI gonna pimp your dumb ass. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. You fake ass nigga. You got 106 in part fucking canceled because you trash. You be hosting shows and be fucking up. You're an idiot. and Everybody dislikes you. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I went in on Bow Wow, but shit, he really pissed me off because it's just such a dumbass thing to say. How the fuck you gonna say you wanna you gonna pimp, you bitch? You say you gonna pimp the fucking first lady of the United States of America, whether you respect her or not. That shit makes no fucking sense. How well did you think that message was gonna come across? All that shit was gonna do is get some damn LOLs from fucking 12-year-olds. You fucking idiot. Who are you trying to impress and what was the point you're trying to make? You're stupid. Kill yourself. Slowly. You're an idiot. So, Snoop Dogg, don't like the way you went towards that. I love your music. You know, Doggy Style, one of the best album covers of all time. And it has some of the best music of all time. Top five West Coast rappers of all time. Snoop Dogg is amazing. Love you to death. Don't, don't, I don't like that at all. Um, if I was you, I, you know, just, you may swallow your pride and just make a public apology. Not necessarily to Donald Trump, but like at least to the American government. Like I apologize to the government, even though Donald Trump was a clown and I don't agree with what he's saying. I shouldn't have attacked us like this because it doesn't make our government look stable as a whole you know, to the, you know, to the world and it's putting us in a bad light. So I do apologize to the government and I apologize to America. Fuck Donald Trump, though. You can say fuck Donald Trump all you want. Just don't threaten the nigga. Don't. Come on, man. Just come on. You got to be more civilized than that. We, we just got to. We got to do better. All right. Got to. Um. Man, on that note, man. I'm drained. I just that bow wow, that bow wow diss really fucked me up. <laughs> I really went off on that nigga. Golly, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He might kill himself. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. You know, you guys are great, man. I appreciate all the love. Every single view that I get is amazing. Whether you're friends, family, or strangers, it doesn't matter. I love you guys, and I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys all the same. Um. I'm trying to, you know, like, I really don't have, like, a set day for recording and whatnot. I'm still trying to get that together, you know, school with school and whatnot and, like, you know, random shit in college. Random shit just pop up at random times. So you never really have, like, set hours that that you're always free. But, you know, I try to record definitely once a week. I just have to, you know, start getting more consistent with days I record and days I post. But I'm definitely going to get more consistent with that, you know, as the future goes on. But, um... I would love feedback. Please comment, you know, in the SoundCloud sections. You know, if comment on things y'all want me to talk about. Um, at me on Twitter, at underscore Lil Jockey. That's underscore L-I-L-J-O-C-K-E-Y. That's on Twitter. If you ever, like, if you have something you want to tell me, if you have an opinion, if you want to say fuck you, if you want to say I love you, if you want to say I hate you, if you're, if you're a Bow Wow fan and you want to say you a bitch. I mean, I don't know. You know, they're like, what do I know? You know, so it's like, you know, I appreciate all opinions, whether they're dark or lighthearted. Um, and add me on Snapchat at Super Ralph. That's S-U-P-E-R-R-A-L-P-H. It's going to add me on Snapchat. And, you know, just keep on tuning in. Show's only going to get better and better. I'm working on some more things. You know, I'm trying to expand my horizon, expand my community, and make this community bigger. I'm trying to make this community bigger. Like, the goal is to get on the loudspeakers network for podcasts and project my show across the nation. And we're a family, and we're going to get there together. So don't worry, guys. We're going to fight every step of the way. I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed day, man. Peace. Love. Well, I said peace. I meant love, peace, and hair grease. All right, man, I'm out. Oh, yeah, somebody put me on with scissor. I almost forgot.
That's my outro. Put me on with SZA, S-Z-A, because I love her so much. Baddest bitch in the world. All right, y'all. I'm out.